Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We in? Now we're in. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Mike. Welcome to the show. I'm Jim. Lovely to have you here today on this fine day. Oh, I got the question of the day. Okay. So I'm dieting, and uh, the new go-to is Greek yogurt, which I despise most dairy. It's literally just for nutrition. Uh I don't despise, but I don't love. You know, some people are like, I love yogurt. Yeah. And then a sprinkle of chocolate chips, Mm -hmm. and then apples. Okay. And I was talking to Vili about that. Uh Uh-huh. And there's a billion fucking apples in this world. Yeah. What apple do I buy? I like the blue-red mix, right? That's kind of the sweet-sour mix, I feel like. Uh Like, they're not... Like, bright red is, like, kind of weird to me. Uh Uh-huh. But the issue is, I don't know which kind I've been buying, but they're very medium-sized. And I'm trying to get a honker. Oh, there aren't any good big apples, as far as I'm concerned. Unless they're green, in which case... I don't mind a, 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 a Smith deal. Yeah, Granny Smith. A Mrs. Smith. I don't mind her. <laughs> Granny Smith. Those yeah. are good, but yeah. I don't know if that's good with my fat-free yogurt because the yogurt's already puckery. A little tart. Yeah. Um, the, and I, then, the, yeah, the big red ones suck, right? Like the fucking, what's her name? Not Cinderella. Whoever got that apple? Uh, Snow White? Who got the apple? Sleeping Beauty. Whatever lady got that apple got a shit apple. I did find these, like, fucking... It's like a grape-sized apple, and they bang. It's Snow White. Snow White. They're all the same, dude. Oh, right, right. They're all the same. It's all about putting ladies to sleep who didn't want to go to sleep. Yeah, I don't know if we should. Which seems very. It does, but we can't cancel Cinderella. I don't know. I feel like I can cancel anybody I want because my cancellations don't really carry that much weight. Yeah, I don't know if any of them do. That's I, no, topic none for of them another do. day. None of them do. The cancel culture doesn't exist. Suck it. Anyway, go on. The the baby, I don't know what. It's tiny, and it's fucking so good. But if you would take the core out, it's literally one bite. It's so small. I'll send you a picture. Okay. But it's fucking so good. And so I tweeted it out and. I didn't really get that many answers. Maybe people don't eat apples anymore. They're all unhealthy. I, honey crisp was an answer. Honey crisp is a really good. And they say they get kind of big. Uh, medium. I think they get very medium. Yeah, I mean, I don't need a watermelon size, but I just need enough that I can dip it in what the What about st- just a watermelon? Not enough flavor. I, I don't like yogurt. I'm trying to mask oh, this shit. Oh. And and the other thing, my one of my weird um, loves is a caramel apple dipped in chocolate. I don't know why. That's interesting. Like most, that's most people are like. Yeah, that's the, good. But like, that's I love it. So the so wait a minute. So is it a caramel apple that is then dipped in chocolate, or is it an apple that's dipped in chocolate? Either, but I like I like fancy caramel apples. Like Disneyland has banging ones. Yeah, we have them in West or in Old Sack. Yeah, yeah. and like typically, I feel like it's a Halloween deal to do all that. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be driving over there on a random <laughs> random weekend to get me a caramel apple. I don't know why. And, but it is, I think, mostly the chocolate apple mix is good. And so that's what this... And then I'm just using the yogurt as like a protein. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to get some chocolate apple taste. I, I got it. I, I keep going because I have, a, I have a terrible... I have a terrible thing to... Uh, a wrench to throw in your in your whole plan. Oh, no. Because like... Uh, all right. So because then there's Fuji. I feel like Fuji... Fuji's are good. Mrs. Smith. Yeah. And then what's the red one? Red Delicious. I feel like those are like the three tiers. Yeah, but Red Delicious are boring. They're not that good. No, they can get mealy really fast. I, f- I don't know what that word means, but I feel like they're very brown. 
Um, yeah, Amelie yeah. is like uh, the texture's wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they turn brownie or bruised. They're sort of dry. Yeah, those suck. Yeah. I guess if you um, dr- actually dried those, like dried apples or whatever, that's good. Dried? Uh, yeah. Is that the right term? Yeah, yeah, Why does yeah, that not sound yeah. right? That, yeah, dried apples. Yeah, yeah, like dried fruit. Dried fruit, yeah. yeah. Dried- that's good. And, and the all red one. Yeah. But I'm not eating that normal. And then the Fujis I've been getting turn brown kind of quick. They're not that big and they're just not that flavorful. They're okay. Well, the apples have a season. True. But, you know, 2022, I don't believe that anymore. Send them to fucking, send me an apple from, I don't know where, Mars. I don't give a shit. Yeah, they're so GMO'd. Light me up. So, uh, <laughs> for for one thing, a lot of the Greek yogurt that we, we can get in the store is not really Greek yogurt. For sure. I use uh, Faget. F- f- yeah. I believe I eat that, just because the macros are good. No, I, I, I don't even know what Greek yogurt is. That's kind of like uh, this gelato ice cream deal. Yeah. I'm sure 80% of gelatos running around aren't even gelato. Uh, yeah, that's just isn't isn't the issue of gelato just how much air and how much milk fat is in them? I thought it was a cream to milk ratio on okay. the making. Okay. Like ice cream is more milk made, and, and gelato tends to be more cream made. I may be incorrect, uh-huh. and that made the textury difference. So, what was that? Gelato. Has eggs. Oh, okay. Yeah, something like that. That's a good point. Um, Yeah, Greek yogurt, though, like they dump whey acid in the process of of removing the removing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, if it helps my biceps, give me more whey acid. Yeah, but it's like environmentally not not good. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Not good. I I also don't like Greek yogurt that much. I mean, the the only way that I can really down Greek yogurt is uh, with. Like you to take a chocolate protein powder and mix it together, and you get kind of a. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing fucking milk chocolate chips in that tangy, bitch. tangy, um, or um, uh, the syrups like the sugar free syrup yeah. syrups, or the packets where they have some of that on the sides, yeah, some like yeah, weird yeah. jelly shit. I that's the that's my point though is I don't like any yogurt, so then I don't mind that it's fucking, it's a way gush, like it's twenty percent or twenty grams of protein and like. Eight grams of carbs and nothing else. Yeah. I'm, I'm eating a protein shake. Essentially. Yeah, and I hate protein shakes, so I'd rather do this concoction. Yeah. But then we have the apple issue. Yeah, although if you want to sponsor us with a protein shake with money, Michael Blykum. Michael Blykum. I don't Michael. know. I don't know if I'll drink it. <laughs> I'll talk about it. You don't have to drink it on the show. Yeah, I'll talk about it. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to hop back in about World's Strongest Man, CrossFit Games, and everything happening in the strength world. Catch you in a second. How about the Elvis Presley movie? That's kind of an Elvis. No, a little bit. Kind of? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Who's the actor? I was going nuts. I was on a... <laughs> Elvis is, was no, the actor. There's no. a movie coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the the Baz Luhrmann movie. With, I, I don't know. I was just talking about actors today, and there's so yeah. many actors that piss me off. Um, Homeboy in... Uh, he's in Dumbledore, and then he's in something else. Fuck. Ezra is his acting name. That's his real name. He pisses me off. There's another one that pisses oh, me off. Uh, the uh, main guy, Ezra, the, Ezra Miller, the guy who's yeah, playing the. Don't like him. Don't like. Well, nobody likes him currently. Oh really? Yeah, you know he's very much on the out at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. He's he just, just getting arrested. Oh, I do. I do know he slapped uh, a lady. I don't like that. Uh, yeah, no, he would. He's been arrested for 
um, substance abuse related crimes. Yeah, I know he like locked a lady in a room out of his girlfriend or what, because I don't know if he goes that way, but he slapped her or something. And then, but just looking at his face, it's like, you know, people say like punchable face. He has like a head buttable face. He just looks so Weasley. I don't like that. And then I don't like the main guy. And it's maybe because I don't like the movie, but I don't like the main guy in uh, all the new Harry Potters, the beasts and the mythic beasties. Uh, Eddie Redmayne? Yeah, I don't like Eddie. Sorry, bud. Uh, I'm okay with Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. I, and I don't know if it's him. There's something about his face as well, but it's also the movie. I haven't seen the, the most recent movie. I saw the first one of those and liked it. I saw the second one and I thought it was not great. I didn't I didn't even like the first one. And you know me. Like, I want to like these things. I really do. Yeah, yeah. But if the vibe's off, I just can't. I don't even care about the plot and the story. I don't, you know, like, it doesn't have to be perfect, but if uh, the vibe, it's more of a vibe. And I know that sounds like a Gen Z type <laughs> description here, but if the vibe's not there, I'm not fucking you're watching. Not, you're not about it. Then. I can't continue. I, I, uh, Austin Butler is the guy that you're looking Let for who played. Let's see if I can blow him up. Come here, Austin. You can even zoom in. I'll figure it out. Oh, that's Elvis. Yeah. Is he a new cat? Because uh, I kind of like that, right? Like they do that a lot when it's like such an iconic person. They can't throw Brad Pitt as Elvis because you'll be like, no, nah, that's fucking Brad Pitt. But you'll kind of grab a newbie and then this poor kid will be known for Elvis as the rest of his life. But probably so. But you know what's crazy he, is that he could probably also play a young Buster Posey. Oh uh, yeah, no, he's got he's got just like a yeah kind of a uh, he who's the Sean Mendez or something a little new heartthrob he kind of looks like that kind of looks like all of it. I um this guy's thirty. I don't know if this is a hot take either. I don't think it's as hot. I say I don't like the Beatles and everyone gets really mad, uh, but I really don't like Elvis. Oh really? Yeah, there's nothing screaming to me. Not a single song calls to me. That's crazy. Johnny Cash, talk, you know, it's not an era thing where we know I have era issues. Yeah. Because I like Johnny Cash, I like jazz, I like, I love Ray Charles. You know, I could do old old shit uh, in middle ground. Shall I'll fucking listen to Simon Garfunkel. You know, yeah. Nothing Elvis am I ever once turned on my music. Not oh, once. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that I'm a giant Elvis fan, but there are definitely some Elvis songs that I'm a, I'm about. I'd rather go with Little Richard. I kind of wish. <laughs> I kind of wish Little Richard was more of a thing. Well, hey, it's Pride Month, so Little Richard can be yeah. a thing all this month. Well, just like, there was some, we'll get to the topic, I promise people. There was some kid's movie that's like a weird cartoony movie, but it's not a cartoon, and Little Richard was in it. And it's just this faintest oh, memory of me being like eight. And he's Lord. fucking singing, what up, bada, boo, da, boom, bing, you know? Uh, is he in... It's like a... Probably is he, is he in the Pee Wee Herman movie? No, I mean he might be, but that's not what I'm thinking. But it's like a C list, come on at at ten thirty in the morning Disney movie type shit. Probably, probably made in the eighties and show and failed, and then showed a lot in the nineties. That would be my guess. I feel like they're walking around in a book or something. Like that's the premise. But again, literally eight year old Mike memory. All right, we're about to find out what's up with. And I think since that time, what I bought a Buddha, but that bang boom, I've loved it. Uh, as an actor, uh, he was in Magic School Bus. This cartoon, cartoon. Yeah. No, no, he, it's his face for sure. It's his face, like it's uh, him. He was in a Baywatch. He was in a Full House. He was in the last uh, last action hero, probably before Full House, or, but but around that vibe. And it is like kind of a Disney-ish movie, but I swear we had on VHS. There's a couple movies that were just like... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures TV series. Nah. 
it was like a very kids movie where like um you know how Tom Hanks goes through history and, and uh Forrest Gump's like a part of each history? Yeah. There's like some kid that's a part of like each uh fairy tale kind of thing, I think. You know what I mean? Like he's talking to Mother Goose and then he's talking to three blind mice and then he's talking to the cow that jumped over the moon and then little richard's what up by him booming in a forest for some reason that's a really good question this is we have to throw this one to the audience bustin loose he was in but that's a tv series i don't know maybe it was a fake little richard singing what up bam boom you know what i mean like a maybe like a mini kids parody I know we're making excellent radio right here. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I assume I haven't looked at our demographics, but I assume a lot of our listeners are around my age still, as they were 10 years ago, they're around my age. So now they're probably around my age. Someone out there has got to listen, watch this stupid movie. Uh, uh, yeah, I, we're just going to have to, we're going to have to table this one. We'll come back to it. All right. Um, Real topic of the day. I have no idea. What we need is what's it, what's the big table that Batman and Superman sit at? Justice League? I know that's the name of the movie, but what's the, what do they call themselves? I think they call themselves the Justice, Justice League. League? All yeah. right, so we need a Justice League of strength. Okay. And I know that all these powerlifters out there are so greedy and selfish. Not you powerlifters, but the businessmen powerlifters. So there, we all know often the higher-up CEOs are scum of the earth, right? We, we can all just say that, right? Not everyone. I'm sure there's a lovely CEO out there somewhere, but majority of these CEOs out there are scum of the earth. So then you mix in social media, which we already know attracts scum of the earth, and then you, uh, um, which, uh, you know, just absolutely is, is succubus to everyone's self-esteem, integrity, morality, all that. Then you throw in fitness, which is much of the same, right? So now we take these CEOs of... of fitness social media people mm-hmm. and so i understand that they don't believe in um maybe teamwork or uh uh you know tides rising all ships type mentality or the the african proverb that i just uh found which is something i believed a long time but they put it so beautifully where if you want to go fast you go alone if you want to go far you go together right which i fucking love may even get tatted on my head we'll see how much i love it Alrighty, this like six week span here, it, from end of May into June, has every strength event that matters, <laughs> right? Besides like one, basically, yeah. yeah. Besides like weightlifting the Olympics, which is getting canceled, uh, and yeah. the Arnold, which I don't even know anymore when things are in the schedule because COVID fucked everything up. I think things are going back to normal schedule now, so I would imagine Arnold will be in March. LA Fit Expo was last week, but it's going to go back to January. We got the CrossFit Games semifinals, and I don't care for all you ignorant assholes that think CrossFit sucks. It's fucking cool. It's a barbell, and it's something that's helped us all. So whether you want to admit it or not, it's helped you. Um, World's Strongest Man, obviously gaining a shit ton of popularity over the years with real fucking crazy talent. Content. They're creating content. They're being in movies. They're doing sponsorships. They're starting companies. These strong men are becoming top-level icons in fitness, where back in the day they were kind of frowned, not frowned upon, but shoved in the corner. They're the little stepbrothers. Um, USAPL Nationals, mm-hmm. which is the first one, I think the very first one non-IPF affiliated, right? Yeah, raw, raw nationals. Yeah, so that we're going to that uh, next week, and so we'll see what the vibe is there. But I have a feeling the vibe is going to be high. I, I don't think I think it'll be affected by the IPF branch off, but I don't think it's going to 
ruin it by any means because there's so many good lifters that stayed. Um, after this one, we'll see what happens, right? Because they're doing the pro series and there's all these different things. Um, the following week after that is USPA Nationals, which I don't think's ever been as big as the USAPL Nationals, but still very um, legitimate and still a big part of powerlifting. If you have to branch things off now, uh, Powerlifting America kind of threw a wrench in the gears, but for a second there, we almost had it locked into semi-legitimacy, where we had drug-tested USAPL, yeah. we had the USPA, if you like deadlift bars, and, and kind of knee-sleeve-ish type crowd, yeah. and then if you're going to go all-time, all-time, you're going WRPF, monolift knee wraps. It was almost like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and obviously, multiple of these feds allow other things. You could do single-plan USAPL, but we kind of had these lanes. We just need lanes. We don't need <laughs> strict walls. We just need some lanes right. that will help guide us somewhere. So we almost had that. Um, and then obviously the IPF and stuff fucked it up, but the USPA is still a very legitimate federation. Uh, a lot of great lifters. Um, their rules are good. Their judging is good, right? It's consistent. USAPL consistent. WRPF pretty consistent considering it's like often when you go the big of the big, as history has shown us and many a federation geared lifting or otherwise, it gets a little wonky, right? Yeah. Cause you want to see bigger lifts. It gets scarier. You want to, you want to give green lights. Yep. If you're a judge or a human, you want to give green lights, so things get a little weird. But so far, to my knowledge, what I've seen from the vein of of powerlifting, the pulse, and my own eyes, WRPF's doing a pretty decent job there. So we have three things killing it. USPA is one of them. So we got six weeks where all cool strength shit is going on, overlapping each other. Yeah. And like I understand that the USPA and the USAPL probably aren't having meetings every day saying, hey, man. You know, right. how can we help each other? But, like, there's almost no reason why they shouldn't. Like, I've never seen any marketing from either of those companies trying to entice the other side. That's a fair point. You know what I mean? Like, like we've talked about in our own meetings and many marketers talk about, like, like giving value to your own niche. And now that USA, USPA and USAPL are pretty fucking well-established, they can just value their own lifters. People, you know? Like, they yeah. don't need to... Oh my god! I we we need to grab ten percent of WRPF or we're going to fail. Like no, you just make your Fed better and people will come. You make your Fed better, people will come, and they are different, mm-hmm. right? A lot of it is cool. Again, those lanes where deadlift bar. Oh, you know where to go lift. Right. Oh, you want to do really drug tested. Oh, you know where to go lift. Oh, you don't want to walk out. You really want to go big weights, knee wrap, on a lift. You know where to go to lift. It's not like they're like indirect competitors. Yeah, and I I think that um, part of the IPF thing with with USAPL as a lot of people found it prestigious because it went to an international competition, but most people had no shot at going to an international competition. And so I, it's going to be interesting to see how that rationalizes. If people go, well, well, you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still about it because of the organization and, and the way it's run. And I don't care about really care about the, international competition that i have no shot at anyway yeah or but we have a couple champions last year ipf champions choose in the usapl so obviously they don't care that much either yeah yeah i don't know i don't know what i would do if i was in any of their shoes um it's kind of hard to say and i i even think they don't know right like it was uh, you kind of weigh your jelly beans but because it's the first year mm-hmm. you don't know how it's going to shake out yeah right usapl is supposedly adding a bunch of money in this pro series so i understand wanting to go there right like usapl I don't want to say dominates the IPF, but they do very well at the IPF yeah. historically. So the USAPL is competitive in its own. You know, our top three in every category, top five in every category are very top top twenty are very strong, but top three to five in each weight class, both ladies and dudes, are very good. 
Um, and so it's still like competition. It's not like you're showing up and shitting on folks. Yeah. Um, so they still get the competition edge. Now there's money. I don't know. And I don't know what Pro America does. You know, we heard their nationals was cool, but no audience. The intentionally no audience? I don't know. Because it was Texas. I don't think it was. No, I, I guess it wouldn't be then. Yeah, I don't know. So, and it was semi-recent. I don't really know the whole story. I don't know when they when they had it, and I don't know who competed. It was in the last within the last six weeks. Really? Yeah, it was very soon. So we'll see where that pans out to head there. There's still some people competing for the Virgin Island. I'm going to go compete for Guam. I didn't even know Guam's American. I know that's going to sound really ignorant. Yeah, it's the yeah. U.S. territory of Guam. Yeah. we yeah. I, I like knew that but didn't know that kind of thing. Because you always think about like Puerto Rico. Yeah, we ship about Guam. Yeah, I know. But like, you don't. yeah, I, that's what made me think that's, about it all this week. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I knew but didn't think about it ever. Because you think about Puerto Rico and you th- obviously think about whatever. Mm-hmm. But you don't really, th- I've never thought about Guam. It's not a place like, oh, let me go vacate to Guam. I think that I maybe experienced it more because I grew up pretty close to a military base and people had been to or were going to Guam. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's not at its peak uh, popularity right now. Right. Not right at the moment. It's not in the news clip. So, um, yeah. Uh, The question is, why can't these people talk to each other and spread this, spread the wealth out over the course of a year? And I think part of it, I don't know, like with the world's strongest man, I don't really know because essentially they did it leading into Labor Day weekend this year. Last year it was in June. It was a little later and it was hot as hell here. But they travel. But they travel. So like it's been in South Africa, which has opposite seasons to us. They've always done it like June-ish. Yeah. But like you know what I mean, so like weather's not the thing. Yeah, weather is not the thing. There, um, and 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 that timing, the time of year, I don't, I don't know around like yeah. the beginning of summer vacations or whatever. There were people here from the UK. We had people yeah. who, who come in, who came into the gym actually, who were from the UK. A layered question on top of this that you and I have had too, because obviously World's Strongest Man was blocks from our gym and where we live. We wondered how many people traveled to see it, and this was like technically, not technically, but legitimately the first year here they had it here last year but there was nothing going on it wasn't yeah. promoted it was kind of whatever but this year was cool you know we went one day i thought it was really cool and it had tons of room to build obviously they're moving and they travel all the time so they don't get to build it but it could be really cool or it is cool could have been cooler um but how many people travel here for that mm-hmm. and then my other question is how many people travel in general for these things like if you don't have someone directly competing like friend training partner client coach are you traveling to any of those that i mentioned and then on top of that my question is how many people even care about sports they don't compete in i like the barbell i like fitness i like Mm -hmm. you know i like strength i like it all so like i've loosely followed crossfit strongman even uh uh, american weightlifting i don't know overseas that much um even though i know the best of the best and then um powerlifting i followed it for 10 years all of them yeah Uh, almost as much as i would follow the nba or something but I don't know if powerlifters just watch powerlifting and only watch maybe even deeper. They might only watch their fed. So what you're saying is that the crossover audience is so small that it doesn't really matter. Maybe. That the, these I don't know. are all going on at the same time. It only matters to us because we're in the industry. Uh, well, maybe. Or like my friends are more like me. Like maybe. you loosely follow it. Bart loosely follows them all. Omar yeah. loosely follows them all. Alan loosely follows them all. Like we enjoy But that's also probably maybe part of the tie-in why we're similar content creators because we enjoy the barbell i'm not 
Mr. USAPL powerlifter. Right. That could be. Um, I, I talked to someone um, who was in town, you know, who came from about an hour away and was staying for a couple of days and was like doing the Sacramento experience, came yep. with like wife and family and, and he was essentially watching the the stuff and, and wife and kids were doing other things while he was watching. The The events are not that long and, right. you, and there's a break in between and whatever. So, I mean, if, if you're... Uh, they they held things very early here, I think, because of the fear of heat, and the heat really didn't manifest. Yeah, luckily. That, but yeah, that I much. think that's any event, right? Like if you go to the Arnold, or you go even us when we go to the USAPL Nationals. Like, sorry, fam, we're not going to be sitting at the convention center all day. No, we're going to go watch Avili in the morning. We'll probably go grab lunch. Maybe we'll work out. Maybe we'll walk the strip. You know, yeah. like like you you do the event that you want to do, and then you kind of bounce around and you do the city. Yeah. Like, uh, at least for me, I don't travel a lot for vacation, but that's what I would do. I would find, like, a concert mm-hmm. or an event, and I would choose that city based on that, and I would spend 50 to 70% of the time food and enjoying the city and the culture, and then, you know, 30 to 40% doing the event. Yeah. I think another thing that um, that we noted last week was that we sort of expected more of the people who came into town to be in gyms. And I think that the reality is that that didn't happen much. And I, I hear it didn't happen much with Allen's, which is, you know, much more closely, you know, in from a branding standpoint aligned with, yeah. um, with strongman than we are. But location wise, a little deeper location wise, a little bit further away, but it just, I think that the expectation for these expos and stuff kind of gets set around like the, um, like the Olympia and the Arnold yeah. where, where, you know, if powerlifters come in, they go to, you know, they go to the gyms in Columbus or they go to the gyms yeah. in Vegas. Yeah, and that's what Some makes of them me... have a name, the, the, you know, have sort of an, an international presence. Yeah. You know, the the uh, the gyms in those places. That's what makes me think not that many people traveled here. It's a possibility. Because I would imagine, and maybe this is just my weird marketing head or maybe even my ego. I was like, more, more people know about Third Street, 50% Facts, Silent Mike, blah, blah, blah not in Sacramento. I think right? That's true. So like if you're if you're enough of a strongman fan that you're traveling to World's Strongest Man, chances are you probably heard of Third Street. Or chances are higher. Yeah. Rather than the local crowd that's just kind of in between and they saw it on F- Sacramento Fox News that World's Strongest Man's in town, right? Yeah. They just kind of like moseyed down there because they kind of like to lift weights or they watch Game of Thrones and know Thor was in town, even though he wasn't, but you know he what I mean. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, since we switched um, hosting, I can see more information around cities. And, like, our number one listening place in the whole world is Sacramento, which oh, really? shocks me. Yeah. What are you bastards doing? Come work out. Yeah, why aren't you here? Yeah. Why aren't you here? I don't know. That is weird. <clears throat> yeah, I was, I'm I'm shocked by that. I know our Instagram, the gym's Instagram in particular, is, like, 6% Sacramento, which is very high. Like, because yeah. on my personal, it's, like, L.A., New York, the typical shit, Chicago, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But in my eyes, that's what made me think everyone at the event was from Sacramento. Yeah, I don't right? think, it, I think, I don't think Not everyone, everyone, but you know what I mean, a, a higher percentage. A uh-huh. higher percentage than if you go to the Arnold. If you go to the Arnold, ain't nobody from Columbus. Yeah, there's a couple of Ohio, Ohio State guys. And that's it, you know. Yeah, this guy that I was talking to, because I, I, he said, "Oh, where is it next year?" And I said, "Well, it's Myr- Myrtle Beach, South Carolina next year. Yeah. Even, it will be in Sacramento again one time because contractually they did they specified that, but it, they did not specify that it would be the f- like three years in a row. Yeah, so it'll be back here at some point. But Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, I'd go to that." 
I would too, actually, though. I've heard Myrtle Beach is pretty cool. And he, but then he also said, but we're going to try to be try to be living in South Carolina. Uh, well, then then it's like, well, okay, so it's a neighborhood play then yeah. again. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's much different. Yeah, I've, I've heard Myrtle Beach is kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was fine. We had a couple guests, and it was cool going. Um, but like same with the CrossFit games. Like obviously, I, all my travel, though, again, I don't vacation a lot. All my travel is always for work. Mm-hmm. And so like I went to the CrossFit games for five, six years in a row. But it was L.A., so it was easy. Mm-hmm. But even this year, I'm contemplating going. Never been to Wisconsin. Yeah. Our boys from Caffeine and Kilos go. Yeah. You know, and I do. I like strength. I like expos sometimes. I don't like to do seven a year. But I, I think that what we're done with is the the booth part of expos. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't want to work work. Like I set up and broke down every booth ever. That's not fun. Yeah. You know, I don't want to do that. But I, I would. And it's also different when it's your own shit. If we're selling our own apparel, I'll probably be more excited to set up our booth. Maybe and so. make it look dope, you know. Maybe so. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And, and yeah, maybe maybe you guys hop on our Discord, 50percentfacts.com. You can join our Discord. It's free. It's just a community thing. You get exclusives on apparel, discounts, uh, like-minded community. We're all there. And maybe we can start a discussion there if you guys follow anything other than... Because actually, I, I did a poll on my Instagram. I said, how many people like even semi-closely follow Strongman? And it was less than 50%, Yeah, which I found surprising. Yeah, because I mean, it's a, a strength sport in which... Some people get paid to compete. It's arguably, so like, I, I think you could argue it's the most popular strength sport in the world. Yeah, it almost has to be. Right? Yeah. CrossFit, maybe, just, but it's hard to tell with CrossFit because their niche is so crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're fanatics. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, it's the depth is insane there of, of, of loyalty. Yeah. Where, like, strongmen and stuff. Like, CrossFitters, I wouldn't be surprised going back to one of my questions. I wouldn't be surprised if CrossFitters. Don't give a fuck. Uh, don't know a single powerlifter's name. Possibly that surprises me less. Where and again, maybe it's just because the era I grew up in in the strength game. But if if you're a powerlifter, I think you should know some of the CrossFitters' names. They're fucking strong. Yeah, like it's cool. Matt Fraser was a junior level, national level uh, weightlifter. You know, like that stuff's. It's, it's like a story to me. Like we all are like this. It's a small world. Make it small. Don't be like. Don't make it smaller. Mm-hmm. Make it big. I meant. You know I what I mean? I mostly only follow um, CrossFit people that I have actually had interactions with. Yeah, which is fine, though, too. But you generally, you know who fucking Rich Froning is. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're, yeah? Yeah. Like, it's different. Like, yeah. I don't know. And I think Rich Froning should know who Russell Orr he is. I really do. And Jamal Browner. You know, they should know. Dan Green. They should know these things. I think I think if you're, if you're, if you want to pretend to be like this fitness professional enthusiast, you can be an expert in something small. Like, you could be the bodybuilding guy or the bicep guy even if you really want maybe a certain joint over another joint guy if you really want to be the knee over you know but (laughs) you should be able to have a pretty broad scope of shit am i gonna get a bodybuilder to the olympia probably not but could i get someone like stage shredded probably yeah like I have the knowledge, I have the experience. You know local, what I mean? Local show action. Yeah, and and depending on their genetics and who knows, like I could probably make them look okay. You know, like I, I've learned enough, read enough, known enough, right? Like I can write a CrossFit wad. Like you, you, yeah. Our stuff's already so niche. It's not like it's not like we work in NASA mm-hmm. and you got to do the math on how fast we're going and I have to build the rockets and and Sam's got to fly the ship. You know, like it's not that complicated. Yeah. Like we're talking about barbell strength in the body. The body, the variable is the human, and they don't change. It's the stimulus that kind of changes. So you should have a general grasp on all of this. And I think it's weird if you niche yourself and you have no clue and no care. Yeah, that's weird to me. 
Well, a thing I've been thinking about relative to this, and we're not going to get into the actual controversy that is going on now, even though that is a popular thing to do. Um, but I've been thinking about competitive formats and and why they exist the way they exist. Yeah. And in uh, World's Strongest Man, they compete in in the basically in the the semis, the qualifying rounds, in groups. Do we know how? I know we know, meaning you smart folks out there, but do you or I know how exactly you even qualify for World's Strongest Man? Um, I know it's invite-ish. Yeah, and there's the Giants Live series. Okay, so yeah, if you like get yeah, top five but, in the but, Giants. But th- the the two rogue events don't count. Don't count. Arnold's separate. And Brian Shaw's new yeah. thing, I think, does not count. Yeah, because I was wondering uh, if it's like a point system, like bodybuilding. It, I believe it is a it is a point system based on placement. Because what you're going at with the group stages leading to the finals is similar but not similar to, to CrossFit. And when you brought up this question, CrossFit also popped in my head. Yeah, the, the, the question that I had is why do they compete against a group instead of competing as a group of 30? When they're doing the exact same events. When they're doing exactly the same events. I don't understand that because like, yeah, I mean that they don't vary the weights. They don't. I mean, they're all doing the same thing, right? And then it's just shit of the luck. And you and I talked about off air where you go to the World Cup qualifiers and there's a round robin placement before you go into bracket play. Yeah, before you go into single elimination, you're going to play whatever three games, and then your power rankings versus the four teams in your group to decide where you sit in the bracket. That makes total sense to me because we're head to head, right? Right. CrossFit doesn't make sense to me either, but it's not the same. As yours. So CrossFit goes open. Everyone does the exact same workouts, mm-hmm. top 100 or whatever in your region. Then you get to go to semifinals, which is in person, mm-hmm. different regions, and they have different named games now. Basically, other companies um, partnered with re, uh, CrossFit, and they do the, the semifinals, like the Granite Games, et cetera, et cetera. But then, so you have the the whatever i don't know the number sorry crossfitters but it's 20 30 folks the best in that region go head to head in person mm-hmm. and then the top depending on population which i actually think is kind of cool depending on population of that region you know if you're highly populated then you get like top five if it's less populated it's like top three go to the games but in those semifinals, the different games you're all doing different events yeah that's weird too, though, right? That's really weird too, especially yeah. in something like strong in powerlifting. It wouldn't be right because like it's all whatever. Like if you're going group, even group head to head, because you're doing the same shit. But like CrossFit or strongman, it would be weird to do different things also. Because what if you get in A group and I'm B group, and you're better at endurance, I'm better at strength, and then whatever random events you and I get are counter or help us. You know what I mean? Then it's like too much. We call it RNG. I don't know what it stands for, but it basically means randomness. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. It's just like a term for variables, like random variables. Okay. So too much RNG. This gamer nerd talk. So if if the idea of grouping them, yeah, strongman competitors, uh, is that the audience can, you know, within a particular group have some idea who's winning and losing or whatever. I think that's a waste of time because people don't understand anyway. Yeah, it's like, it, a, it's, it's not, like a scarcity it's, marketing yeah, move. It's, it's, it's poorly communicated anyway. Um, if I have any any real criticism as a as a spectator for the live show, it is 
very difficult to see unless you're paying the $1,400 VIP. Back in the day, they had bleachers. Yeah. Well, How do they not go bleachers two sides and then standing two sides? It's going to look cool on camera because they're going to be packed. Uh-huh. And then everyone's going to be able to see. And they can't, they're not expensive to rent. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. It yeah. is very difficult to see unless you're super tall. We went with, um, uh, on Thursday, we went with our gym manager, Kyle, who is 6'5". Yeah, no, He's he perfectly capable of seeing, but the other three of us are, you or, know. Or elevate it, and obviously that's hard to do because you're using really strong impl- implements. And, so it's hard well, to elevate the athletes. Yeah, and also they're, um, um, they're trying to take advantage of the scenery of wherever they are. But if you go bleachers, like exactly where they were. So there, we have, uh, what's it called even? Capitol Bridge? I don't even know what our bridge is called. It's Tower Bridge. Tower Bridge. Yeah, it's three blocks from here. Which like, doesn't bridge. make sense because Tower shit's on the other side, in my head. Well, the, Like our famous Tower Theater. Yeah. The Tower Record, right? Like that's on the other side of shit. Yeah. So it confuses my brain. That's why I call it Capitol Bridge because it's in front of the Capitol, but obviously I and name it. And, and Capitol Avenue runs into it, but at the same time. Regardless, we have, yeah. we have like a pseudo-famous bridge. Obviously, it ain't the Golden Gate, but we got our bridge. And uh, that leads into a big road, into a cool lawn setting. Capitol Mall. Slams you into the Capitol. And so that's where the games were. And so on one end, you have the cool bridge and like the water and this this horizon look. Mm-hmm. And then on one end, you have the Capitol. But on either side of that, you just have skyscrapers. Right. So they could have easily throwing bleachers on the skyscraper side and not lost any effect. Yeah. I wonder what the group play. And I haven't watched Strongman on TV in a while because I normally just get updates on YouTube or like the Rogue Invitational. I watch it all on YouTube or Instagram or lately we've been live. Um, I wonder if the group play plays into like episodes. I'm sure it does. Because yeah. and, and, that makes some yeah, sense. Yeah, World's Strongest Men was conceived as a made-for-television right. event from the beginning. Yeah, it's not even a sport. So I, I kind of get that, but at the same time... In person, the, it makes no sense, and by score, it makes no sense. Yeah, and yeah, the, the, the idea that people can be competing in um, in different groups... When they should be competing against each other, it confuses me. So that's why I asked if the point system to qualify. So if you qualify and you already have a ranking going in, even UFC or whatever, right? You have like a a, a ranking per class. Then the groups make more sense to me because it it would it would push you to go harder in the quote-unquote off-season or the other games to be high-ranked, so then in your group you have lower ranks against you. Yeah, and I guess right? that there's a there's a uh, obviously an issue of if someone was a lower qualifier competing against just a bunch of lower qualifiers in a group, right. then it might not be that interesting to watch. But you never know because Strongman is weird in that True. you can be not the best at something and still end up winning the whole thing right because it's so variable you can get first in stones and then suck a deadlift and who knows what happens right but that's why i thought like if they have a clearer ranking system in a season or a series to build up the world's strongman and then one in 16 two and 15 three and 14 those are all grouped like that like any other tournament that's been in any sport for thousands of years right then it makes sense because i work so hard in the off season to come in rank number one Mm -hmm. that i deserve to go against the lesser guy yeah Right, like that would make sense, but if they don't have that, then I don't know. Like, how do they make the groups? They coin flip. I don't know. Because then, yeah, then there's I, I, some I, room, I, and I don't want to talk no shit. I don't know nobody, but there's some room for some, um, you know, foul play. Right, you put your favorite guy against the shitty guys, or you know what events well, are going where. I wasn't able. I I wasn't able to find any information on how that decision is made. So that tells me that there is not. Yeah, the level of transparency there might be. That's like the issue and with all these it, sports, right? Like basketball, and there's obviously 
referees and there's been controversy and there's been refs caught for gambling and huge controversy here in Sacramento because all, all the sad Kings fans. But the truth is you either put the fucking ball in the hoop or you don't. Like a ref can manipulate a game, but if you're straight out better, you're not going to lose. Like that's just basketball. But in strong, man, like we said, there's no transparency. So if you're manipulating events and groups and timing and all these things, like shit, they could make me world's strongest man if they want to choose the right event, right? Yeah, and um, part of it, I think, too, they is... They can't, they can't. They someone's going to talk shit. I, yeah. they, that's a lot of manipulating, but you get my point. Um, because they're not using a coefficient, too, they're using a point system and not a coefficient, Yeah, I think that makes a difference, too, if when you're trying to compete a, across groups. Because if you think about it, like, back in the day when, when there were a bunch of meets here, we um, very seldom ran meets where... There were awards per weight class. We used Overalls. weight groupings. Yeah, that's by know. federation. I think now, like each fed has their own standard of yeah winners. But people would not be lifting head to head with each other, and um, if you were in a in a heavier weight class, you would have a little bit more of an advantage to figure out what you needed to do to win your class. Because yeah, you're at the end. Because you're at the end. Yeah, yeah. but. I mean, even I mean, that's how they set up USAPL Nats in one sense, where like it's nighttime. They call it prime time, so they bring yeah. the top five or ten qualifying totals. I believe, even though that might be so, semi-invitational, it might not be pure by totals. I don't know. And then they make the the it's one platform, I think, versus like two or three. They're running all day. All the attention's on you, so you get a little bit extra hype, a little bit extra attention. But then you're also at the end of the day. So if there is someone that's wiling out in the earlier sessions that you're competing against, you are competing against, you can game plan a little bit better. But like that instance, you have qualified to earn the spot in prime time. So I think it's cool. You get a slight advantage Mm -hmm. again. Like it's a little bit like my basketball analogy. You're going to, it's not like, Oh, I know Jim pulled 700. I got to pull 750 to win. But if my PR 600, I ain't just going to whip out 750. I'm either going to lift the weight or I'm not. Right. So I get the advantage of 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 kind of gaming my total around in my attempts, but you can't really cheat it. No, that's true. Another thing I was thinking about is the difference between um the way uh USA weightlifting handles uh the competitive format versus yeah. powerlifting. And powerlifting used to be more similar to that. They used to be the the moving bar. Yeah. You know, where yeah, you, yeah, it's just too hard in powerlifting, I think. No, I think it's very yeah. much too I think hard, it's a but good I don't switch. know why. I'm not sure exactly why um, weightlifting still uses the method that it uses that you could potentially have to uh, potentially have to follow, follow yourself. yourself. I think they're just used to shorter rest breaks too, and like the overall load you're moving is still less than maximal, right? Yeah. Like no one's cleaning more than they squat. Yeah. So like the effort's not there. The eccentric isn't there. Yeah. Like physiologically, it kind of makes sense. And you still, even if you follow yourself, I don't know what the time is, but you still get three minutes. It's faster, obviously, yeah. but there's also only two competitive lifts. Yeah. Yeah, the whole day's fast. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much of, uh, but even them, uh, some of it's hard to say because some of it probably is money driven, but they did like the open series. And so there's a lot of different like national level style mm-hmm. meets in the USA weightlifting, which is cool. But then, like, what does it count? You have it goes back to our. We've joked about it for ten years online of like your local county weight class age group bench press record. No one gives a fuck, right? Right. And so, like, if you want to compete at local meets, I highly encourage it. Have fun, hit your own PRs, but don't be putting it on your Instagram. No one gives a fuck. And so, if we have too many of these series or anything, that's kind of the same idea. We need lanes here. Like, why does it matter? Why doesn't it matter? Is USAPL Raw Nationals? 
champion cool? Yeah. Still? Probably. But half of them are in pro America, or you know what I mean. So like, like half the high end talent. Yeah, that's I where mean, it starts. Like, I just don't want the sport to get more diluted. Yeah, well, that's definitely what's happened. Yeah, and it's know? been diluted, but it used to be at least natty versus not natty diluted. Yeah, and then knee sleeves. Ish. Be- yeah, ish. <laughs> and then it became knee sleeves more popular, which is fine. Yeah, you know, there's just more and more wrinkles. You like it's single ply used to dominate everything. Yeah, I thought it was making a little comeback. I'm, I, I might have been wrong. It still might, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, shout out to Krawcheck. Bryce was doing, you know, a lot of it. He still does raw and both, but single play does is cool. It is cool. I have to admit that I'm a little jazzed up about going to yeah. USAPL or Raw Nationals. Yeah, I haven't I, been to a Nationals meet in, in forever and ever. I've never been. Really? I know someone who's really jazzed. Who? Seabass. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's jazzed. Our, 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 our intern. Yeah. Yeah, he's jazzed. I don't think he's been to Vegas. Uh-huh. He's, I don't know. I don't know if he, I don't think he's ever been to a big powerlifting meet. He's been to like the biggest local ones or some ones in the Bay and stuff right. that are really popping, but not right. like this. He's a fan of the sport, which is cool. Uh, he, yeah, my old jaded self, I get to like live through him. I, I um, I went to when they used to do men's nationals separately. I went to that one That's years ago. That's fucked up. We won't stand. Uh. It was a smaller. It was a smaller group. It was not exciting. It was no. I think was, it's gonna be fun. It it's, was really not exciting. It's but Vegas then, is the first big one after COVID. Like I think all of it's gonna be fun. I, I'm pseudo excited as well. Then I, um, I've seen the the USAPL meets at, um, at the Arnold. Yeah, yeah. And those, those are popping. Those are popping. Yeah, those, those are, are fun. Very exciting. It's like something happened in between there. I went to to the weightlifting meet that they, which is really just a local meet that they have at the Arnold it's a snore yeah I, I think it's slowly ramping up for the I mean at least especially the first couple of years yeah. which it no, was I think really it's slowly ramping up yeah I, I mean all of it's still whatever right because you're like it's kind of this semi powerlifting somewhere in between fucking WWE and tennis right like we still don't know where we sit in terms of like when you cheer when you don't some people are quiet some people are screaming yeah. you know like and the USAPL has turned it up a little bit I think they uh, realize that it can't be so quiet because right. it's actually awkward weightlifting it's kind of quiet and you kind of need to be because you're really fucking concentrating on throwing maximal weights over your fucking mm. face um, but I, I think I think it'll be good Vegas will be good energy's gonna be good because people are getting together again like as much as you and I kind of tapped out because we were building the gym building the podcast and all that I think a lot of people tapped out because the events weren't going on in COVID so mm-hmm. a lot of people will be like a little bit of a, a strength reunion for a lot of folks yeah we'll see how it goes I also went to um, SP, or a, APF Senior Nationals a couple of years um, and those were a freak show yeah they were entirely a freak show uh, That's what I imagine uh, is really popping at these huge paid meets now. You know, you just got literally the best in the world thrown yeah. out for forty grand, like real money. Yeah, probably be fun. I saw fights in the in the warm up rooms. Yeah, and- I think that's chilled out. I don't know if that's as much part of the sport anymore. Oh, yeah. Or syringes in the trash can or on the floor everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah just, I don't think that's everywhere. as much a part of the game anymore. Yeah, well, hopefully not USAPL. I mean, if, you, I, yeah. if I find a syringe in the That'd bathroom, be an issue. You, you, USAPL. That's the one Ron time Nationals, I'm going to be talking to somebody. Yeah, I'll definitely start my drama YouTube on that. Yeah. That's like so much evidence in my face, I got to make a video. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen. But even at the bigger events where substances may be used to per- enhance performance, I don't think it's as, I think people are a little more aware and polite. Well, but we're also not we're also not interfacing with those um, federations as much. Yeah, they're different feds for sure. 
They're different. That's my point. Is I think WRPF, you know, has probably done the best job to take the freaks and allow them to do the best, be the absolute best, lift the most absolute weight mm-hmm. while still sticking to some legitimacy. Mm-hmm. You know? Feds have been in rotation because of bad judging and bad spotting and bad meets. and yeah. Right? And the WRPF seems to have locked it in with good judges and allowing the best of the best, like the Dan Bells and the Hunter Hendersons, to really smash fucking weights. Yeah, I um, I spoke to our our longtime friend Juan John Laja yeah. over the weekend at uh, uh, Marcus's baby shower, and uh, he's actually a, a legitimately like licensed WRPF judge. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, back in the day, the meets that we had, there weren't that many like actual. Yeah, I think you guys made me take a test. Probably, yeah. Maybe. SPF, uh, not a piss test, but a <laughs> SPF drug test. I, I I did the APF test. I never had to do the SPF yeah, one because I, I did the SPF. The but it's all basic as shit. Yeah, um, we're gonna do something fun next week. Um, but we'll, we'll have one more episode this week, uh, shorty. Uh, but next week we will uh, we'll be gone. I mean, we'll be here. I mean, you'll you'll not notice, but but digitally uh, we'll be here. Digitally we'll be here. But uh, that's about all, about all I got for today. Yeah, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, 3SB.co. Check it out for all your apparel. Uh, Third Street Barbell, if you're in Northern California, come join the gym. Very least, come say what's up. Grab a free day pass on the podcast. We'll front your bill. Come have a good time. Uh, brand new episode every Wednesday and Friday. If you're in Vegas, say what's up. Um, and otherwise, we will catch you Friday. I am at the Jim McD on all the social media this show. Is 50% facts where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network, which is about to grow in the next couple of weeks here. And uh, we'll talk to you Friday. Bye.